Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad, and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning, and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what well-being means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience when no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the show. How are you all doing? I hope you are doing amazing. So today on the show, I want to talk about what well-being means to me. So obviously, I spoke a lot about this at the start when I initially launched the show. But since then, I've been on quite the journey. I've met incredible people along the way. I've interviewed loads of guests now on the show who express what their version of well-being means to them. And I'm I'm now in a position where I'm building a course around that to help people achieve their own version of well-being. Because what I've realized is that it is so vastly different for everyone. And it really depends on your own experiences, your own desires, dreams, goals, um, and really what you want to get out of life. So I wanted to share with you how I started off on this journey and just refresh everyone's memory or maybe for new people joining the show today to understand the position I was in and where I came from and why this well-being mission is so important to me. So I'm going to take you right back to the beginning and then I'm going to talk about what actually happened to me and how I got to where I am today what I'm doing now, and then I'm going to leave you with my version of what well-being is. So for those of you that don't know, I spent 36 years of my life, I'm 40 now, um, basically in this state of confusion, depression, aimlessness, feeling uninspired and bored and lost, underconfident, shy. I was a terrible people pleaser and i just i just felt like crap all the time and i would wake up each day feeling like really what's the point like everything's going to remain the same and even when i was doing my radiotherapy job and again for those of you who don't know i'm a therapeutic radiographer um and i did that for i worked in the hospital for 13 years trained for it for 3 more years and i never felt truly satisfied by that job and I used to sit there and say to myself you know what on earth is wrong with me I'm doing a worthwhile job I'm I'm saving people's lives I'm meeting wonderful people I'm making a real difference and I had a great rapport with with my patients and with my team and I worked in many many different hospitals but I just didn't feel satisfied. And I honestly thought, you know, I must be broken. There must be something wrong with me. And outside of work, uh, I, I could never seem to do anything that would fill that empty 
void within me. And I just always felt like something was missing and I never felt truly satisfied by life. And so when you feel like that, you try to cover up that pain. If you don't really understand the root of where that's coming from, you'll do everything you can to numb it, to void it, to escape it. And so that's what made me such a keen traveller and explorer. I have always had a sense for adventure and I do love meeting new people and going to new places. But the travel initially started off as a form of escapism to get me out of my rut that I was in. And I also used to spend a lot of time going to the pub, drinking, um, amongst other things. And, um, you know, I've, I've spoken about sex before on this, but I did used to use sex as well as, as, a, as a numbing mechanism to numb out the pain because it made me feel better about myself. And I didn't really realise that I was, you know, I was doing all this or that I was wrong or that I was self-sabotaging. Um, other things I used to do included eating a lot of takeaways, never really taking care of myself, not exercising. So I was in a bit of a state. And at school, to take you back even further, I suffered from uh, on and off from depression for 36 years, from feeling low about myself, not having any confidence, any self-belief. I had um, this constant narrative and inner critic voice in my head telling me I wasn't good enough, telling me I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. And no one really knew about this. And, and actually, uh, there's been a few school friends who've been in contact with me lately and they've said to me, I never knew that you were experiencing that. And and I really suffered from chronic anxiety. Um, and the depression wasn't extreme. It was, I guess, mild, as in I didn't want to kill myself. But I did have um, thoughts sometimes about that because I honestly thought, well, what's the point? And so I was always just very shy and very afraid of judgments and just petrified about saying the wrong thing. So in essence, that was saying that I never felt like I could trust myself and I didn't have a relationship with myself. And so it was a really, really hard time because I never spoke to anyone about this. It went on for years and years and I just tried to cover up that fact and I just pretended to be normal, whatever the hell that is. And so I was desperately trying to fit in all the time, desperately trying to say the right thing, do the right thing, be the right person, be popular, be funny. And this went right through to my radiotherapy career. And I'm sure there'd be some ex-colleagues of mine listening and I'm happy to, to be open and talk about it now. But they may have thought I was very strange and very weird because <laughs> I came across that way because I just couldn't be myself. I didn't trust myself. I didn't love myself. So this is why I am so passionate about well-being because I've spoken to a lot of people about my past journey and it turns out that there are many people who feel the same, many people who feel that they don't fit in and that they're an outsider and that they're misunderstood. And so this is quite a, a common feeling. And there are, of course, not everyone's like this. There are some people who are naturally just confident and love themselves and happy-go-lucky people. But I just wasn't one of those. And maybe you're listening and this is resonating with you and you're thinking, well, damn, actually, 
I know exactly what you mean there, Kat. So I got to the stage where I got so sick of feeling this way. I was sick of waking up and feeling miserable. I was sick of waking up and worrying about looking in the mirror, hating my body. Um, And I just, I, I had enough. I just wanted to to cut out all the bullshit people. I just wanted to to redo my life. I wanted a do-over. And I wish I could have just literally scrubbed out the past and started from afresh. But obviously you can't do that. So I started to make some very subtle changes. Um, the, one of the first things I did was actually way back in the day, um, probably towards the end of college, right before I started university, I decided to just get rid of all the people in my life that were dragging me down and making me feel like crap. And so there's a very old friend that I grew up with that I no longer speak to um, because I realised she was treating me so badly. And of course, I was allowing her to because of the way that I felt about myself. And I allowed her to be friends with me for all those years. And I got to the point where I thought, no, enough is enough. So I wrote her a letter and uh, really shocked her, actually, and and now no longer speak to her to this day. Um, But it did me a favour because it eliminated a toxic person in my life. So I started by cutting out as much toxicity as possible. And then I'm going to fast forward you a little bit. Uh, to when things really started to change. And I, so I was, uh, I think it was before my 36th birthday and I I was just like, you know, I need to, I need to get out of this. Um, so this was actually when all this happened was over the pandemic. And I've spoken about this before, but it gave me that space to actually focus in on myself. And so for the very first time, I actually started to consider myself and actually pay myself attention. So rather than ignore myself and try all these external things to make me happy, like partying and drinking and sleeping with guys or whatever it was, I started listening to myself. And I thought, you know what? There's nothing to do right now. I was doing my aerial silks at the time. I was like, I can't go to aerial silks. Um, and I've got all this free time and I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have many friends where I am because I was working in the hospital down in, in, um, pool. And so I decided, well, I'm going to just get myself really fit. I'm going to get myself in the best shape of my life and I'm going to sort out my diet nutrition. I've always wanted to change my body. Now is the time to do it. And so I went mental. I went crazy (laughs) and, um, And I just became absolutely devoted and dedicated to doing this. And I took up this exercise regimen that was a 10-week fitness program. I did a 30-day healthy living plan where I basically removed literally all the the crap. And I also cut out dairy, wheat, gluten, soy... Um, the crap being sugar and processed food. I cut out coffee. I cut out alcohol. And I ate a whole foods plant-based diet. I did eat the occasional piece of organic meat, but I was extremely fussy. So I didn't eat anything processed. I never picked up any packaged food. Um, and I, I was eating uh, clean ingredients. So 
I started out by doing that. And I also did this because what gave me that extra push was that my skin had exploded. And when I came off the contraceptive pill after 23 years, and I, I disgusted that I was on it that long, um, my face erupted in these permanent raised red spots. And interestingly enough, I actually started to get them again recently after three years. So that was crazy. And they're almost gone now. Again, I've changed my diet. I'm not going to go into that right now. So anyway, um, it was even more of a reason to do that. So it started out with me really taking care of myself. So I did this 30 day plan. I got my skin looking good. It went back to normal in 30 days. I ate this food and I was doing this fitness regimen, just weights, weight training, resistance bands and body weights, 20 minutes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, religiously. And I think I only actually did that for eight weeks. Now, the result of this, wow. Well, my skin was glowing. I had more energy than I've ever experienced in my life. And of course, energy, vitality, vibrancy, that's when you really feel alive and what really makes you feel healthy. Because if you have energy, you can take on anything, you can handle anything. I was blasting through my job, my day in the hospital. And I was, um, you know, usually I finished a working day. I've been on my feet all day, in and out of a treatment room, treating 30 to 40 patients a day, cancer patients a day with radiation. And oh my God, I'm usually exhausted. So much concentration thinking, no, I was buzzing at the end of the day. And I never forget coming home going, I can't believe how much energy I've got. So that was the first major change. Obviously, my skin cleared up and I lost um, loads of weight as well. And I toned up because I was eating in calorie deficit. I was also doing a macros plan, but I was just eating whole foods, clean whole foods. So I looked like a vision of extreme health. <laughs> I've honestly never felt better in my life. Now that sounds great, but of course, <laughs> anything like that is not sustainable. I mean, maybe you're one of those those mad people who can sustain that. But I personally don't think that's possible. And I believe that real enjoyment of life comes from experiencing many different things, including different foods, including those sweet treats, and not restricting yourself in any way. So you could argue that at that point, my well-being was on point. However, there's one crucial piece here that's not been addressed. That was my mindset. So despite my body looking good, despite me energetically feeling good, I still was having these thoughts in my head. I still didn't feel good enough. I still didn't feel like I fit in. I still felt like an outsider. I was extremely self-critical even then. I was proud of myself and I was genuinely, like it did raise my self-esteem and boost my confidence, absolutely. And that's what diet and exercise and, and uh, really looking after your fitness and health does for you, which is why I recommend it to everyone. And it is a part of a holistic, optimal lifestyle. Um, but I hadn't addressed my mindset. And so I thought, you know, very basic at the time. I hadn't done any of the work I've done now. And I was like, well, what can I do? What do people do? And I thought, well, meditation seems to be the obvious thing. And I also just wanted more of this feel-good factor. I felt so great. So I 
use the Headspace app, just giving them a free promotion there. And um, I started meditating and I learned how to meditate. And I literally started off, um, you know, one minute a day, two minutes a day. I then extended that to about five to 10 minutes morning and night. And what this did is it, it allowed me to uh, hear all my thoughts and acknowledge my thoughts and observe them, let them go. And of course, everything is energy, your thoughts are energy. So I was transmuting this energy, moving it through me and out. And this created space inside of me, more space inside of me. I don't want to go any more into the meditation side of things because that's something that I'm going to talk about in a lot more detail on another episode. So meditation was the next stage of my journey. Now, there was another area that I identified that I wasn't happy in. And of course, I've already said that that is my my job that I was doing, my purpose. It didn't align to me. It was literally sucking the life out of me. And I always say this, but when something is not right for you, it will energetically drain you. It will deplete your energy. When something is aligned to you and right for you, it will energize you. It will provide you with more energy. It sounds very basic, but if you can tune into this and tune into your body, you can start making making better choices for yourself in life. So I thought, okay, well, I, I really don't know, like, what, what else can I do? You know, I'm trained in radiotherapy. I'm very creative. I used to do art and design. I was training to be a graphic designer at one point. Um, what skills have I actually got? And I tried to search for this answer and literally couldn't find it, gave up and became a little bit desperate. And I was like, okay, well, that's that. I guess I just need to to let it go. And I started listening to um, Kristen Jenner's podcast. So Kristen, I've interviewed on this show. She's a manifestation coach, absolutely incredible, inspirational woman. And she really helped me. Her podcast really helped me. And she started to talk a lot about spirituality in there and and obviously manifestation. And because I was kind of at this point of desperation, I just thought, well, manifestation, you know, I've heard this term before. I don't know if I really believe it, but it's quite interesting anyway. And then what happened to me is I ended up having a spiritual awakening in early 2021. And again, I'm not going to go into the details of that. There's a whole episode on that if you want to listen. Um, But that literally changed the trajectory of my life because what that did was fill in a major missing piece of my well-being puzzle because I always felt so alone, so isolated and like I didn't fit in. And when I had my spiritual awakening, it made me realise how everything is connected. And I know it's cheesy, but I felt the oneness. And this is what people talk about. And obviously I'd heard this term before. I used to be an atheist and I was like, I don't even know what the hell these people are talking about. But it happened to me. And suddenly I just got the message and felt very, very connected. So this was another major piece. Alongside that, 
I decided to do Kristen's manifestation course because I thought, you know what, I'm getting a bit desperate here. Um, maybe I can just manifest what I want. Maybe I can just generate loads of money and that will fix all the problems. So basically, I that's what I tried to do. So I did her manifestation course. And actually within that course, in order to manifest and create the life of your dreams and the life you desire, what you have to do is really understand how to love yourself, how to accept yourself, because you want to be in an elevated vibrational state of emotion. So you you uh, don't want to be holding on to the negativity. So you have to release all your old uh, conditioning. And some of that's trauma, um, some of that's inner child stuff. And I really started to work through all my limiting beliefs that I had about myself and about the world. And so all of these things combined gave me a sense of freedom like no other that I'd never had before. And I guess you could argue that all I have really been searching for in my life is that sense of freedom, that ability to be able to feel truly free inside of myself, energetically, feel also like I could do anything, go anywhere, like anything was possible. To me, and maybe, I don't know, because I'm an Aquarius or something, but that that free-spirited nature is very much a part of who I am. And I was suppressing that for so long, especially working in a job in the hospital Monday to Friday um, and not giving myself a chance to be creative. And so that was the other really beautiful thing is that it allowed me to have that childlike curiosity about the world. It allowed me to daydream more. And I used to daydream a lot as a child I always used to be dreaming about other places, other things, about magic um, and go off into my own little fantasy worlds, um, which actually annoyed quite a lot of my friends when I was younger. But um, yeah, I used to do all this. And so it connected me with my inner child. And because of this, I was getting really tuned into myself and my inner compass became very strong. So I was very, very connected to my intuition at that stage of my life. And I could I could hear the, the messages, the whispers of my heart coming through. And they were loud and clear. And one of the clearest was for me to go to Costa Rica. And it didn't make any sense. It was in the height of the pandemic. <laughs> but it was like, no, you have to be there. You've got to be there. And and I couldn't escape Costa Rica. It was on the TV. It was in conversation. It was on the side of a bus. It was on the radio, like literally everywhere I went, it was there. And so that's how I ended up in Costa Rica. Oh, I just love telling the story. And, and what did I find in Costa Rica? You all know this, my soul home my soul home, my community, my tribe, my people, my nourishment. And I have never felt so at home anywhere. So as you can see, everything is building upon one another. First came the self-care and the self-love, nourishing my body with nutrition, looking after myself with fitness, 
Then came the mindset work. So that was doing meditations, really connecting to myself, allowing my thoughts and feelings to be present, moving them through me and out me. Then was all the inner work, so the the really deep mindset stuff, the inner child work, the removing the limiting beliefs, and obviously the manifestation came along with that, and that led me to my soul home. And what I haven't actually explained about yet is how the coaching came into it. That just came to me. And it was, I've spoken about this before, but it was when I literally gave up trying to find my purpose and just focused on myself, started paying attention to myself, loving and caring for me, then it was clear as day. And I, because I wanted to to improve myself and, and, and get myself to my optimal level of well-being, I hired a coach, the beautiful Kian Lagi, and he was able to help me to understand what some of my deep blocks were. And in fact, some of them, it turned out, wasn't even that deep. It's just when you don't deal with them, it builds up to this big thing. Anyway, he helped me massively. And it was from doing his coaching and after doing Kristen's course that I realised this is what I want to do. This is how I want to help people. And so I started coaching these girls who were doing the manifestation course for free just to see if I'd be you know any any good if I liked it and I said to them you know I have no idea if this is going to help you but I would like to try if you're open to it and they said yes and that's how it all began. So I really want to emphasize the point that I found my purpose, I found my tribe, I found my soul home And I found my joy all because I chose to love and care for myself. It all started from there. And this is a really important point for you to hear about well-being. Because one thing that many of us do is we always spend so much time thinking about other people and not thinking about ourselves, especially if you're the caring type. And we also spend so much time avoiding how we truly feel, what we truly desire and truly want from life and what we need. And we don't take care of ourselves. We don't turn inwards. And this is where the transformation happens. And it's not just me that will tell you this. You speak to any coach. You speak to any transformational, inspirational person some of the leading experts out there in self-development and personal growth and they will tell you it all comes from within it's an inside out approach and this is the key this is the key to creating sustainable well-being and so you can see how there's a domino effect happening here one thing led to another thing which led to another thing which led to another thing and I literally feel like Alice in Wonderland going down the rabbit hole, not to quote the matrix, but you know, Um, (laughs) but that's how I feel because I just feel it's going deeper and deeper and deeper. And I realized recently that each of these experiences I've had have been a different phase of my life. And so, you know, one was very steeped in health and fitness. One was about manifestation. One was about spirituality. Um, 
one was about purpose and now my life is about my business and it's about building my future but I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be able to do that without all this foundational learning, exploring, curiosity and understanding. Now I want to be completely transparent and honest with you here. Do I look and feel as good as I did back then when I was in the midst of all this, in the, in the eye of the storm, so to speak? No, actually, I don't. My skin has exploded. I'm not at my optimal weight that I was at before. Is my mindset as clear? No. But you know what? I'm okay with that. Because what I've come to realise, and this is such an important message for well-being, is that life ebbs and flows like a wave. It goes up and down. And we're not designed to be at an optimum state all the time. Because how are you going to learn? How are you going to grow if you're always flying high, if you're always in these elevated states? And actually, it's not human to do that. The other point that I always say is that you can only go as high as you go low. We live in a world of polarities. That's what the universe is built upon. So if you want to rise higher, be prepared to go lower. Be prepared that life will be like that. And this is where the acceptance piece really comes in. It's so important for you to understand that. To be prepared that it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. There are going to be hard times. Things are going to change. And you're going to change. You are constantly changing. And your wants and needs are constantly changing too. What I want and desire and I'm trying to manifest in my life is very different to what I was trying to manifest three, four years ago. It's going to change. You're going to change. And because of that, you're going to see new challenges, new experiences. So just to make you aware of that, that is a big piece to well-being as well. It's about accepting exactly that where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be and knowing that you're not going to stay in that place forever. Also, if you think about it, I was focusing a lot of my time and attention on getting my mind and body into the best optimal state possible for me. And I'm not focusing on myself in that way as much at the moment. I'm choosing to put my energy towards my business. I'm choosing to put my energy towards my future with my new partner. And as a result, this is why my skin has flared up. This is why you can see that I'm not taking as great care of myself as I have done before. I'm still taking good care. I'm still eating well. I'm still sleeping well. I'm doing all the holistic things, but my stress level is probably a little bit more elevated and there's a lot more uncertainty there now. Just remember that where focus goes, energy flows. So whatever you decide to give focus to, that's where the energy is going to go to. And it is challenging distributing that energy to lots and lots of different pockets of your life. And what I've found to be true is it's impossible to, to do that because your brain just doesn't work like that. 
I think for me personally, I can probably juggle about sort of four or five things, um, which is still quite a lot actually. Uh, but of course, if you give your attention and focus to too many things, then you're going to spread yourself really thin. So it's just something for you guys to be aware of there. So right now for myself, my well-being, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not the best it's been, but I'm coping, I'm managing. And when these things do happen, like my skin flares up, for example, it's a beautiful reminder that maybe we're not giving ourselves enough attention. Maybe I should be looking at my diet and readdressing it. So there's nothing wrong with things going wrong. They are an opportunity to refocus in on that area that you might be neglecting. So my main focus right now is my business. Um, there was a, a long time where I wasn't really taking it so seriously, but now I'm fully in, fully committed and devoted to it. So currently I am in the process of building the ultimate well-being program for people that have maybe had a similar journey to me that can't seem to find that inner state of peace and calm, that want to have their stress and anxiety taken away, they don't want to keep overthinking all the time and they really want to feel vibrant, energised and like anything is possible. And I'm so excited to bring this to you because this is going to change your life. It's literally going to change your life. And it's so detailed. I, I'm actually having problems compounding everything because there's so much information that I have that I want to share, that I want to bring to this program that it's it's really challenging to to fit it all in and condense it down. But it's going to be packed full of information. What makes it so special and unique is that everything that I'm teaching you is what I've experienced, what I know to be true, and that absolutely everything that you'll do in this program is catered and individualized to you. Because what works for one person may not work for another. We are all unique and bio-individual. We all have different needs and desires, as I said earlier. So this program is my baby. It's everything I know. I'm giving you absolutely everything, every single piece of the well-being puzzle that I have learned and passing on the gospel to you so that you don't have to spend 36 years of your life or even four years of your life trying to figure out what works for you. This is going to help get you where you want to go in three months, in only three months. So if that is something that inspires and interests you and something you'd like to know more about, then you can contact me via my Instagram or via my website and all my details are in the show notes below. I am genuinely so freaking excited. So, 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 so excited. Can't wait. <laughs> now, finally, to summarise, what does well-being mean to me? So well-being to me means feeling healthy, vibrant and energised in my mind and body, 
with no stress, no worry, no overthinking. Being able to tune into my body and listen to and honour its needs. Understanding my subconscious, doing the inner work so that I'm in the driver's seat and not my subconscious. Living with direction, feeling purposeful, having a purpose, finding that purpose. Living life in service to others and understanding that we are all connected. Feeling spiritually connected and understanding that I am a part of something greater than my body. And finally, waking up each day with a feeling that anything and everything is possible. Life is happening for me. Life is an adventure and leaning into that with excitement, childlike curiosity and trust. So there you have it. That is my definition of well-being today. I feel I've shared everything I wanted to share with you on this episode. I hope you found it helpful and useful and enjoyable. If you are enjoying the show, please leave me a five-star rating on Spotify as this is what helps the show to grow and a rating on Apple Podcasts. And even better, share it with your friends, families, work colleagues, anybody you think that would benefit from it. And also just please know that I am always, always here for you. If you ever need my support, if you just want to talk about something or you need some advice, then do not hesitate to reach out. I'm always at the end of an Instagram DM or you can shoot me a message on my website. Now here is a beautiful quote to close today's episode from the absolutely incredible Deepak Chopra. For everyone, well-being is a journey. The secret is committing to that journey and taking those first steps with hope and belief in yourself. I love you so much, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. Have an incredible week and we'll talk soon. Oh,